Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Soap Dish Port Charles Style. I am your host, Tony Ann. And with me this week, I've got Dylan and Nick. Say hello, everybody. Hey, y'all. Hey, y'all. We have got a couple of items of news to jump into before we get into our big stories. So first things first, should the Screen Actors Guild go on strike, all four soaps will remain in production as daytime actors have a different contract. Are y'all happy to know that GH will still be on the air regardless of what happens with the actor strike? I mean, it feels weird, but... It feels very weird. I don't know. Like, I don't know how to feel about that. Because they got to vote to authorize it for a strike they can't actually participate in. Yeah, that's like, really That's weird. weird. Like, I don't know all of the particulars. I just... You know. <laughs> it just, it feels weird. And I just hope that like they're regardless of whether they're working because that's like their contractual obligation I understand that so like I just hope that they're in spite of that still supportive should a strike happen I I would hope that they would still be supportive of like their you know union peers and all of that good stuff Here's an interesting question that I have, because I know with the writer's strike, with the writers on strike, you can't technically replace the writers without paying out the ass when the strike is over. Even though they can't participate in the strike, are they are they allowed to fire any actors or are all, do all the actors have job security until after the strike is over? I have no idea. Hmm. That's an interesting question. Right? A very interesting question. That would be wild if you get fired during a strike that you authorized for, but you can't like you you voted in favor of, but you can't participate in. Mm-hmm. That'd be fucked up. It's it's just it's just the weird places that my mind goes to. And it's also completely wild to think that the soaps could be one of the very few, if not only, working production in Hollywood if the strike goes through. Like, that is insane. I mean, that that's wild to think about, but, I mean, it could also give the soaps a nice ratings bump. Because <laughs> there's nothing else on TV. And yeah. people, people may be tired of the news, and why not tune into GH? Like pissing people off, but <laughs> well, it's going to be very interesting to see what happens. And this little piece of news is a little bit older, but it's not something that we had a chance to touch on. So I threw it in here. Walt Willie is bringing his All My Children character, Jackson Montgomery, to General Hospital. How do y'all feel about this? Why? Confused. Like, yeah. I, I, Love him down, but super confused. He should have been Same. Jeff Weber, damn it. Oh, God. The way that Jeff Weber was wasted. That's just but a hill Jack- we're all going to yeah. have to just Jackson be man. coming to GH. I'm just trying to figure out why. I don't know. Yeah. Because know. honestly, and we'll, we'll discuss the story point later, but the only part in which it would have made sense 
is if he was the special prosecutor for Drew, but we know based on events that happened this week that that's not a thing that's happening. So what is he doing here? Yeah. Like, I'm I'm very confused. Now, the only other thing I can think is that maybe he's going to be a lawyer representing one of many of Martin's ex-wives. I think, Nick, you mentioned this off-air. Oh, and he yeah. comes in and, the, you know, we get a nice Michael E. Knight scene with his All My Children alumni. Oh, they're def- probably going to do that anyway. Like, we're probably going to see. <laughs> like, we're, we're probably going to see him. I would uh, I would assume that we're going to see him in a scene with Martin. And I would probably, I wouldn't be surprised if we see him in a scene with Anna as well. Oh, yeah, that could be. Do, does GH acknowledge Anna's time in Pine Valley? The only thing they talk sort about of. Is, is Alex. That's it. Yeah. They don't talk about anything else. Sort of, but not really. Because um... <laughs> you, she... G- you ask GH fans, Robin is Anna's only child. <laughs> they, don't, they don't claim Leora? Period. Like, they don't, we don't talk about her brother. We don't talk about, like, they don't really talk about Aiden. Like, it's, it's one of those things where it's like, I'm sure it's been mentioned, but it's not, like, expanded on. You know what I mean? Gotcha. Well, that's basically it for the news. We can now head into our credible cases. And first things first. Ned still insists he is Eddie Main and his family cannot agree on how to handle it. Nina, meanwhile, is basking in relief and decides not to tell Sonny the truth. Why is this happening? I am confused. I do not understand. And it's the framing of it is annoying because it's exaggerated. His dumbass tripped and fell. Nina didn't push him into the pool. Like it was he was going to tattletale and and he fell like that's what happened and this whole acting like it's a trauma response trauma to what ned and olivia had made up like a day a couple of days before this all took place like he was literally there was nothing for him to hide from i'm confused you know, it's not like this happened when Olivia still thought he was guilty when, when right after Drew just punched him in the face. Like, this feels like really delayed timing. And That's it also, when it could have happened. He could have hit his head in the, in the mansion when, what's his name, when Drew punched him. And then he woke up feeling, you know, woke up and thought he was Eddie Main. And, and that would have made a little bit more sense. But also it's weird because Eddie Main was never a person like he was just an alter ego but it was always ned is that yeah that's correct right yeah it was ned yeah. pretending to be eddie main he he wasn't actually he wasn't a real person like he didn't he have was mul- never a real person he didn't have this multiple was... personalities he didn't have did he was just it was just an alias that's it was his stage name that's what it was and so him thinking he's Eddie Main while also existing in 2023 and being cognizant of the fact that it's 2023 is tripping me the fuck out because like at the very least if he's Eddie Main he should think it's 1995 or whenever Eddie Main was an actual thing. Yeah. I don't 
I don't know. It's um, <laughs> just Ned. Yeah, it's it's, it's weird. It's, it's very weird. And I I like I do like the women in his life going at it. That's fun. I didn't need Gregory bitch ass injected into that shit. Um, mm. Like I will say, go I, choke, I do, sir. I do like how how they're framing Brooklyn in this and how she's the only one that can kind of rein Tracy in when Tracy does her Tracy thing. Mm -hmm. I, I really do kind of like that because it's sort of reminding us of her quarter main side, which they don't always play into with Brooklyn a lot. So I really kind of am enjoying seeing that. Um, it's giving Lisa Lo Cicero some great material to work with. It's giving Wally some great material too. This all just feels random as hell. I would love to know what Wally Kerr thought when he read the script. <laughs> I'm yeah, going to be Eddie Main. Okay. Right. I'm going to be Eddie Main and I'm actually and I'm actually going to believe I'm Eddie Main even though Ned made that alter ego up. For his career, like that's <laughs> that's the weird part. The only thing that has me wanting to fight the air is Leo being hurt. Yeah, yeah. And I I know this happened last week, but we we were not here for a recap last week, so I just want to throw this in there. But like when he looked at Leo and said, "I am not your father," I wanted to reach through the screen hug Leo, and punch Ned in the face. Because he just looked so lost and confused. My poor baby. It was him explaining, I know you're not my biological dad, but you're... <laughs> he explained it. I'm like, oh, he, he knows. And it was interesting to see him communicate that. And so that's he... why I would have preferred Ned be like, okay, look. I'm just playing a game. Let's go along with it. Like just <laughs> but don't hurt his feelings. That bothered me. It really did. I did like the Tracy Leo scene at the end of that because like Yeah, that was at, cute. At first I wasn't really enjoying the way Tracy was dealing with Leo. Cause like those scenes in the stables was I was like, nope, this is a little too harsh for my liking. But then those scenes in the hospital with the fidget spinner and then at the end of the scene where he just kind of leaned his head on her shoulder I was like aww mm -hmm. it's, it's funny how he just he knows Tracy's mean like but <laughs> she's not she's not going to do anything to hurt him so <laughs> and, and yes. she couldn't really she couldn't really argue that point no she's she like well kind of yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was cute I, I'm just trying to figure out like, why? I get why, because they have to dangle this Nina carrot, but oh my god, it's so it's terrible, because Nina didn't actually commit a crime. Like, why are we why are we doing this? This is so stupid. And it's, it's the self-sabotaging of it all with Nina that's frustrating the fuck out of me. Because you can you can justify a lot with her turning in Carly and Drew to the SEC. You could you could try to make that work. Where she lost me and continues to lose me is when Ned fell in that pool 
she didn't do anything. She just stood there and debated not calling 911. And then you could actively see how relieved she is that he doesn't remember. And it's just, it's, oh, it's bothering me so much, this Nina aspect, because none of it was necessary. We've said it before. This was all unnecessary. I'll be real. literally had everything. That particular part doesn't feel like self-sabotage to me. Drew was there. So was Tracy. Someone's going to help his big goofy ass. And it would like it would be different. Like she actively plotted to send Carly to prison after she got engaged. Like it I think it would be different if she pushed Ned herself. I, I that's why I don't care for this part of the story. The framing is weird because she didn't do anything. Like she she actively just she just watched. That's all she did was watch. She didn't plot against Ned. He fell. Well, she kind of did. Did she? She literally gaslit him moments before and tried to act like he didn't hear what he heard. Okay. And she literally took her phone out, thought about it for a hot second, and then didn't do anything. Again, that's like, I'm like, I don't, that part, like, it's, okay, it's immoral, but it's it doesn't feel active that's the that's the thing that's like if, if net was if net were in the pool by himself and no one was around that's different there were people and, there to intervene on his behalf and then you have her talking to ava basically with basically saying he could be another jason and i'm just like none of this feels okay and that was weird for me. And again, this is one of those things where GH doesn't play relationships. Because if I'm Ava, we have a problem now. Because, okay, if he's another Jason, where does that leave my nephew? I'm going to need oh. you to be aware of who you're speaking to. Yeah. Okay, I had to think. Who the hell is her nephew? <laughs> yeah, they don't like they don't play. That's that's sad that I had to think that hard. Who the fuck is Dylan talking about? <laughs> yeah, like, they don't they don't play that. But yeah, and that and Ava adored Julian. Like she, she was she was fed the fuck up with him at the end. But she loved but him. she she literally killed for that man. Literally, hi Connie. <laughs> we don't <Yeah>. miss you. <laughs> God, we don't. Yeah, I had to think that would have made sense because it's weird she doesn't deal with Julian's kids at all because Sam's still there and Leo's still there. And we don't never hear about Lucas. We never hear about Lucas. But like, yeah, it's. You think Leo and Avery would be having like play dates or whatever. Mm -hmm. But yeah. But no, that's like, you're literally. That's too okay. much like, right? Right? Because <laughs> not only would they be related through the Jeromes Olivia and Sonny are close and have a kid together so you would think Sonny I mean Sonny and Ava would make or Sonny and Ava would make it their business to have those kids have a relationship but they don't uh, and you think weird. they would because at the at the very least even if you don't play into all of that Avery and Donna would be at the Quartermain Mansion all the time visiting Michael 
Mm hmm So like there's an opportunity there, they just don't don't do it. Because that was, like, the thing that kept, like, and Ava, say what you will about her. Ava loved the kids. Yeah. Ava, Ava got a soft spot for the kids. And it was just very weird because I kept waiting for her to be, like, okay, But what about Leo? right? I kind of need her maybe one of these days when she's over at the hospital visiting Austin. If she runs into Leo and she kind of sees how upset Leo is without Ned. And that's kind of what makes her realize like that makes her go to Nina and be like, okay, Nina, I'm sorry. But like, especially with with Ned living there now or about to be living there if spoilers are correct um, Ava could be like Nina Leo's really hurting we've got to help Ned try to remember I know this is going to screw you but my nephew needs his father there are ways they can still do it I just don't know if they will Yeah. and that's yeah that's what takes me out of the story the execution of it all It's... Yeah. There are certain beats that they should play that they just flat out won't. It's. And it's like we get it. Y'all are stalling for time, but stall better. But also, what, what exactly are you stalling for time for? If you want to get <laughs> to the wedding, just make the wedding in enough time where you don't have to stall this hard. They're probably good. I guarantee. What I think is they may be waiting until old boy comes back. Drew? Yeah. Until Karen's back and available to tape. Because I just, this whole thing is just one, I, I am so incredibly confused at why this is happening, but I'm not altogether hating it when I watch it. I just hate certain aspects of it. It's weird. Yeah, I just need them to do a better, I, I need them to execute it well. Because it's like we know Wally can deliver. Mm hmm Yep. So, like, Oh, just, always. just write him, a, just make it decent. That's all I'm, <laughs> that's all I'm, I'm asking for at this point. Just make it decent and I'm, I'll, I'll, I'll meet y'all halfway. Right. What <laughs> is hilarious to me is all of the people on GH Soap Twitter who have started calling this Nixon Falls 2.0 and have actually created a name for Eddie and Nina called Edna and they're thinking that this, we're going to go full on Please no. Please. I don't see that, but I no, I don't want it. I don't like it. Kill I don't think fire. anybody who I don't think anybody who created this whole narrative actually wants it either. They were just doing Yeah, it to I think kind they're of just trolling. Don't give them any ideas. <laughs> but but I will admit when I saw that that soap opera digest spoiler picture of Ned in that flannel shirt, I did cringe. All we all we need is all we need is the cowboy hat. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Do we have anything else to add on this story before we transition to our next one? Mm Oh, nope, I think we're good. -mm. All right. 
Molly and TJ decide to freeze her eggs before beginning hormone treatment. They unfortunately find out her eggs are not viable, so the likelihood of them having a biological child from both of them is slim. I have to say, this story is progressing very, very well, and I'm actually really invested in it, more so than I thought I would be with the emergency recast for half of them. Yeah. Yeah. Because remember, that was my biggest concern. Will I care? And I give a damn. Wow. And it's it's actually coming from, like, I, I give a care because, I give a damn because of both of them. It's not just me liking TJ and wanting this for TJ and not really caring about not Molly. Yeah. But she's <laughs> she's feeling like Molly. And she hasn't even been here that long. That's the crazy thing. Yeah. I'm really enjoying this. I'm terrified of where it's going. Same. Listen, as long as it doesn't lead to Christina as a surrogate, I'm fine. Yeah, I don't want that. Like, give them a no-name surrogate or, or a new person as a surrogate and create a story, generate story out of that. I don't need... I do not need Christina. Like, keep her me. over there. Please I'm don't. Just Respectfully. Like... <sighs> GH does not handle surrogacy stories well, or at least they haven't recently. When was the last because time they had one? Mac Maxie for Lulu and Dante. Oh yeah. I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. That's... How the thing is, how would they? Like, could maybe could the surrogate be someone that they're that like a character that there's an existing connection to? Hell. Oh, they would never do this. How about, like, if they have to have a surrogate and it has to be someone we know, but not Christina, let it be Taylor. Um, Felix's... Um... I was literally going to say Felix's sister. It would have yeah. to be a recast because Sam is busy. But... That would be good. That would be good and messy. <laughs> Molly would never. Exactly. <laughs> it would be a mess. That That would be a messy choice. I just don't want it to be Christina. God, please don't want it to be Christina. I feel, but, um, I feel like that's where they're going. But <laughs> I also don't know because I remember what Lexi said about the story before the switch happened. And it it was a story that happened personally to her. And I, I don't know. Which makes me think it's not a surrogacy angle, but I don't know. I... I, I can't think about that particular part. Um, but Taj and Holiday? Yeah, I think that's her name. They're pulling me in. They're really, they're really good together. And we already know I was a big Taj fan. I was probably one of his biggest defenders when people were dragging him. I'm like, y'all, they don't write for him. I don't think he's a bad actor. They just don't do anything for him. And over the past few years and even more recently they're giving TJ point of view that's necessary to the stories we're watching and necessary to his character and it's it's interesting and it's compelling to watch like you don't everybody doesn't have to be shoot them up bang bang on GH sometimes you can just have people be human beings and just deal with regular everyday shit 
And it's nice because they're airing consistently. The conflict is something we've seen them discuss on screen. It's not something that happened. They disappear for six weeks. And then the next time we see them, it's brought up again. Yeah. And also people were complaining. Well, I remember when they didn't want kids. She changed her mind. She was 12. Like when she, she changed her mind. And it's like she was a child when she decided, made that statement. I don't want kids. How real, how realistic now, how realistic is it to think you are pregnant and realize once you think you have something, how much you actually want it, especially when you don't have it. Yeah. You know, it's one thing when the idea of pregnancy is theoretical, something that can happen down the line. If you decide you want it or don't want it. And then, you know, in this case, she decided she didn't want it, but then she thought she was pregnant. She actually liked the idea of being pregnant and having a baby. And then she wasn't. So she decided she actually wanted to be pregnant. Yeah. Now, how do you, I feel, I wonder, like, I don't want, if we're not doing the surrogacy angle, Molly said, hey, let's put this on hold for a bit. What if that on hold for a bit turns into, I don't want this, but it's like I I would prefer an actual journey of them eventually having a child together. But what if that on hold for a bit turns into we're never discussing this again? And that leads to angst for them. I don't know. I don't want it, but this is also GH. I'm also terrified that, like, could Chris? I feel like if we're going to go down the surrogacy route and it is Christina, that Christina is going to do some, like, it. I just don't want it to basically turn into, like, when Chloe was a surrogate for Nicole and had Holly and Nicole had no idea. Like, don't do some weird thing where Christina decides to do this in super secret and then be like, surprise, I'm pregnant. Even, unfortunately, that sounds like something Christina would do. That's why I'm... (laughs) (laughs) However, I just... I don't want it. I don't want it. Please don't do this to me. God. I, I don't... It's Certain things, I don't want that. I don't want Christina and TJ to suddenly get close. I don't want. I don't. I don't want. I don't. Those are two things I do not want. Don't trash TJ in the middle of this. That will piss me off. Because right now it's good for him and Molly. That what we're getting is great for both characters, and we're learning more about them. It needs to stay this way. Yeah. Don't. If if you have to involve a surrogate, let it be a character that is not directly connected to the family or the situation right now. Do we know if Molly's on contract? Has anybody seen anything on whether or not Holiday is on contract? I know Haley wasn't, but is Holiday? I can't, I'm not I, sure. I don't think so, only because she at the time when she was announced she was supposed to be temporary. Now if that changes if that has changed recently and it just hasn't hit air yet, we don't know. Now, 
if Molly and TJ were to adopt a child, would you want them to adopt it from a baby or do you want them to maybe bring in a somewhat older child? Mm, define older. Not like teenager, like maybe like five or six. I mean, um, I would have to see it before I sit, but I'm a reserved judgment until like it's actually in my face because I can't say I would love it, but I can't say I wouldn't. So I don't know. Is that? Like I said, I'm nervous about where this could go, but I'm hopeful. Yeah, hopeful. Hopeful is the right word. <laughs> and I just I just hope that it's not in vain. Because yeah. the show likes to do weird shit. Does anybody else have any final thoughts on this before we transition into what I'm going to call the drag portion of this podcast? Because <laughs> yeah, the story hey guys, are y'all recording? Yes, yes, we're recording. Hi, Michael. <laughs> hi, hi, everyone. I'm sorry. I'm having an existential crisis. I think I'm becoming my mother. <laughs> okay. But carry on. We'll, I'll talk about it when y'all get done. <laughs> Special All guest right. star, Mark Maverick, out. <laughs> All right. We are going. This is so chaotic. Uh, We're gonna um, keep that in just because yeah, it's fun and completely off brand for us. They need to air the story more because I want to see yeah. it. Like I wouldn't, yeah. I would not hate seeing this two or three times a week at all. Considering the other things that eat the show, I would much rather see this more. Yes. Yeah. Speaking of things that eat the show, Drew decided to plead guilty to save Carly. Sam drags him to hell in hopes of changing his mind to no avail. He reports to court expecting a six-month sentence at Spring Ridge and ends up with three years in Pettenville. Drew's a fucking moron. (laughs) (laughs) I cackled. (laughs) Well? You asked for this dumbass. (laughs) Well? must... Have Caroline, like, <laughs> sweet Caroline. Listen, I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> well, there's yeah, a, go do that time. time. Okay, Did, you want to take a breath walk for me? Oh, you're so sweet. Okay, <laughs> like, I hate this man. I'm gonna so keep much. you in commissary. <laughs> <laughs> it's the it's it's the perp wall. It's I'm gonna sell. I'm gonna I'm gonna make wait, sure wait. you don't. I'm gonna make sure you don't have to face any financial penalties for this. Like she got I, money. The no 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 no. What what takes me down about this whole thing is of the two of them, he's the one that didn't actually intend to do anything. Yep literally just had a conversation with her and then was like yo sit down I, we're good over here no one needs your intervention we, we were just telling you what you know what what our plans are no one asked you to help she took it upon herself to commit this crime and Drew was taking it upon himself to fall on the sword for her, right? leaving his six-year-old child, who barely knows him, by the way, 
<laughs> Listen, part. I've said from the beginning that the thing that that went that one of the things that was bothering me so much about the story was everyone ask, acting as if Carly and Drew did not have small children. That should have been their priority. Listen, and this is what happens when you have when you have a child and you make your boo thing your priority. See how you played yourself? When he said she'll be fine, she has Dante. I wanted Sam to punch him. She should have shot that motherfucker. Right. She already got one deadbeat, literally, who's dead now. How you going? <laughs> Good God, like, why are you so terrible? Like, I don't What is it about Carly that has got you so pussy whipped, for lack of a better term? He hadn't had none in years. That's, I think that's, (laughs) it's his first taste since he got out. So. (laughs) Listen, let's, let's be clear, though. Carly has, look, y'all know I've never been a Carly fan. I've I've made no secret of that. Like I've gone from I've had periods where like I loved to hate her and then I had periods where I just flat out hated her. Mm-hmm. But like I've never been team Carly. But Caroline has always always had the men willing to do whatever for her. I'm glad you said it cuz <laughs> It's it it. The thing is, he, when Jason did shit like this, he did it probably with the boys in mind, like Morgan and Michael. Why? Do, why? Why? Why is Drew doing? Yeah, that? Jason literally sent himself to prison to protect Michael. They're like, like yeah. What is Jason had Robin living in her best friend's cottage <laughs> with that screeching banshee and her big headed <laughs> bastard? Like, at the very least, he could have had the baby in there without Carly. Carly did not need to live with them. (laughs) Like, I, I, like, I'm sorry. I've been here since day one, meet one, and I will forever reject people who try to make it seem as if the only reason Jason sacrificed and compromised and stuck around when it comes to Carly is because of Michael that relationship was codependent on both ends he held on to her just as tightly as she held on to him yeah she did and that's why I don't get it with Drew like because but it's not just it's not just Drew though that's the thing it's it's Caroline the only relationship she has ever had that I can recall where the guy was through through with her was Tony. Because when that blew up, oh, he dragged at every available opportunity. <laughs> but like Jax, you saw how that went. Lorenzo was always ready to ride to her rescue. Sunny, Jason. Like Sunny I, is still trying to ride to her rescue. Uh, that part, like, yeah, because he was ready to go to jail to keep her out of prison too. Mm-hmm. It's like say what it look. I 
I don't have to be a fan to give credit where credit is due. Caroline got that ill, Nana. It is what it is. <laughs> like, it is what it is. I bow down to the queen. I ain't mad at you. I ain't going to, I wouldn't go to prison either. Do you feel like this could uh, reignite the Sam Carly beef? It should. It should. Oh, no. You know what? Again, I'm going to be that person. We are not blaming other women for the actions and decisions of men. Yeah, you're not wrong. Carly didn't ask him to do this. Carly tried to talk him out of this. Sam should have slapped shit out of that man. <laughs> I wanted her to so badly. Or Dante could have at least punched him. Like you just no. Dante's Don, Dante. No, Dante smart. said. Dante said, "I am a put. I am an officer of the goddamn law. I don't need to hear nothing from this conversation. Let me go find these bitches." Because Sam said, um, "Like nobody made any money," and Carl and, and Dante was like, "Listen, I'm a cop. I hate to be that dude, but it's about intent." <laughs> Uh, so I'm going to save my piece and then I'm going to go do the dishes because y'all need to handle this shit yourself. <laughs> Dante yes. said, oh, no. Oh, don't don't put me in this. And like the the disconnect with Drew is obviously they've completely rewritten his entire character. Yeah. That part. Also, no one to hold him accountable. You had Sam. Finally, someone said it. But where's Monica? Like, Tracy should be laughing. Like she wouldn't say this. She'd just be like, "Oh, you're so stupid." Like that's. Right? I can imagine her doing that. And Ned is too busy playing Eddie Main. Even Ned would cuss him out. Like you just and, go and walk Michael's away too busy from your child. Thank you. Yeah, like as he should. My mama's not going to jail. You're my favorite uncle right now. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Just that's out. The, that's like, the that's... thing that, that tripped me out because people were people were like upset that um Joss and Michael were not mad that Drew was and I'm just like should they be? Would you be? They're pissed he's not going to jail for going where and for how long it was originally agreed upon, but they're not gonna look a gift horse in the mouth. No, they're not. It's just, it's, it's like, I don't like Drew. So, them destroying him as they write, further destroying him as they write him out, it doesn't make me want him back. Like, he can stay <laughs> gone. Like, yeah, yeah but you know, though, because it's Cameron Matheson, he's not going to stay gone. Unfortunately, such clown behavior. I'm it's... cackling. Listen, this was a great week for team. All of y'all suck because mm -hmm. we can't. We we got the biggest W's. <laughs> just, I was watching it. I'm like, this lovely. shit is. I was watching it. I'm like, this shit is stupid. Like, why are we doing this? Listen, and, and my thing is like when Nina found, and pivoting back to Nina for a second because there's one little thing I didn't mention when she had that temper tantrum in the hallway with Ava about it's not fair. It should be Carly going to jail. I was like, well. <laughs> 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 like, like that's the only entertaining Baby, part of it. It's your like, song when you hear it, turn it on. <laughs> like that's the most entertaining part of it. Like everybody that we can't stand is 
taking L after L. But like, it's glorious. <laughs> I am Bobby Roode right now. I won't give in till I'm victorious, baby. Like this, it was such a good week for me personally. They're all so stupid. Like it's so stupid. All of y'all are terrible, and all and I'm just waiting for the rest of the terrible people to also collect their L's. Because I, I like listen. Should we name them? Best best case scenario for me, Carly gets hit with contempt of court on Monday. <laughs> and I cannot wait for Sonny to find out literally everybody is plotting on him. <laughs> well, wait, Your why would Carly get hit with contempt of him? court on Monday? Because they, didn't they adjourn court on Friday? She, uh, like her little outburst, I really, really hope there's... Please I mean, the judge could reconsider. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know what? Hold on. Like, like, make an example out of her because he knows she was involved too, but Drew is the one taking the taking the fall. Like, this is just so good for me. <laughs> this has been like, this is so good for me. Like, everybody, yeah. all the people I hate are unhappy. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I just wish I could root for someone, and that's why I want. I'm rooting for me. You have to get, get on the winning team, Nick. <laughs> I don't. Okay, like, that is our episode title. I'm rooting for me. <laughs> I like. I don't like stuff like like it's. It would be one thing if it was entertaining. It's just not like they're oh, all it idiots. Was, it, I tackled. <laughs> ran it back and cackled again because y'all it was just so stupid all of y'all all of y'all just in the clown car arguing with each other it's bad it's so bad it's so bad like it's just, like it's and hilariously so avoidable bad. and it's so it was so uh, this whole thing was so avoidable that's that's the most frustrating thing. Like y'all didn't have to do it like this. Yeah, it didn't have to be terrible. But y'all twisting and turning and bending the story like a pretzel to keep up with this Nina is awful. She is awful, but it's just we've how long are we gonna beat this horse? Like I'm tired. We know she's awful. Can we just move on already? <laughs> It feels very much how they did Ava for a while. Yeah, it does. However, I think that more West like... more West entertained me. I like Cynthia <laughs> Watros, but the character of Nina doesn't entertain me as yeah. much as, as much as Ava did when she was acting like Denise Muccio. I hated that, that story, but it was still more interesting to watch and also when Ava was doing what she was doing at the very least I don't remember everyone else also being wrong like when Ava was wrong she was wrong and she she got a karma Nina's wrong Carly's wrong Sonny's wrong Drew is absolutely wrong Drew is wrong Jocelyn is a hypocrite. Like it's just, <laughs> I don't, I don't. I think the like only one you anyone. end up rooting for in this whole mess is Michael, which again sucks because Michael. No, I'm not rooting for him either. Because, like, 
he's done some silly shit too. Like, but not you, with this. He had nothing to do with this mess. No, he did. He's just his mama is the is the reason for all this shit. Like, why didn't you just mind your fucking business when they told you to mind your business? <sighs> that part. Now, do we think that Carly is going to stay faithful to Drew? No. While he's wearing his prison blues? I do not. I think by the time Drew comes home... We'll be on Carly and Sonny wedding number seven? I don't know about on the wedding, but they'll definitely be in somebody's bed. And Nina's gonna be mad and losing her shit because she... As far as we know, she set all this in motion. Because you had Sonny, and you had to be petty. That's, now, now that's you where what she you loses got. me. Yeah, you tried to be petty, and it backfired, and now you're mad. I grow up, ma'am. Hmm. Bunch of other people need to grow up. Shall we transition to the next story? Sure. (laughs) (laughs) Zeke tells Portia that Jordan and Curtis kiss. She confronts both Jordan and Curtis and tries to figure out where to go from here. Curtis downplays what happened with Trina, but she still manages to drag him for what he did. Y'all fuck Curtis, and not in a good way. I hate him. I hate this man. I hate this man. I find it hilarious that Zeke can't hold water. (laughs) (laughs) He was the moment he was like, Yeah, you and Trina deserve better. She's like, What are you talking about me? <laughs> like, well, what had happened was right. <laughs> Zeke is definitely the homie that you don't tell anything that you need to be kept secret. Cause child <laughs> he he mm. I'm yeah. here for him not being here for Curtis. Like if oh, he wants to sure. punch if he wants to punch Curtis in the face, I will 100% be here for it, and I will hand him the boxing glove to do it. Yeah, I I think that may happen. I don't know why, I just do. Um, also, I also would like TJ's POV on this. Yes. Because he's very absent from this, and it doesn't make sense because his mother's involved. Because you got you had Trina over there defending her mother's honor. I would like to see TJ doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. Curtis is and, just... He's such a little shitheel. <laughs> yeah, I told y'all, Curtis is starting to give Liam Spencer vibes. You are not wrong. Good. And I hate that you're not wrong. He's too old. And I don't even shit. go to Bold and the Beautiful full time and I know that you're not wrong. He's old as hell. Like, grow up, sir. You're 50. <laughs> right? I told someone, I was talking on the timeline with somebody, and I was like, my thing with this is like, it feels like we're being gaslit because we're watching him do all of this fuckboy behavior, which, in all fairness to Curtis, that just puts him on, you know, an even playing field with the majority of the men on this canvas. He's y'all too do, old y'all to be a fuckboy. Y'all do grandpas don't exist. But the thing is, <laughs> is like we're watching him do all of this, and then they have stuff in dialogue where they're telling us, "But he's such a good man." No, he's that not. Part. And no, that's he's not. Okay. He's not. And the thing is, I hate the fact that the only thing being talked about right now is the kiss. 
where is some like where is Jordan being like not only did your husband kiss me he also told me to wait for him but I could see the writing on the wall and got off this stupid merry-go-round because I wanted better for myself and Portia you should do the same now I think they implied that when Portia confronted Jordan because Portia asked did you guys like when you guys when it was going on who stopped it you or him now she didn't flat out say oh he wanted to take me to bed and i don't think did jordan actually answer when no she didn't which annoyed the fuck out of me because why are you protecting again liam spencer vibes steffi has never told hope the entire mm. conversation that happened when her and liam hooked up that last time but portia did say well that tells me all i need to know that's basically i think that's basically what she said can we talk about also the fact that Portia is well within her rights to be in her feelings about this despite yeah. the secret that she kept because I, yeah there's I no kept, correlation like all. That GH Twitter kept trying to make it and I'm just like I kept seeing all, all, I kept seeing it and I'm like yes she lied but that does not give Curtis a free pass to lie because, again when he, want, he wants honesty more than anyone in this relationship he's not giving he's not so which again that's curtis (laughs) rules for thee but not for me (laughs) i just oh my god and the way he downplayed everything with trina pissed me off yeah pissed me off thank god trina didn't fall for it and she was basically like you know what all of y'all suck, and the only one who is a decent human being in all of this was my father, Marcus Taggart. <laughs> and then he's like, well, I want to be a good example for you, too. And she's like, well, you're not exactly off to a great start. When I tell you I hollered, rewound it, and hollered again, I just love it so much when he gets dragged, because he deserves it. Yep, it's... I I need them to hold Curtis's feet to the fire more. I need more. I need more of what he did to come out, like the shit with Miss Wu that he never told anyone about. I need that to come out, like he he's doing too much, because no one knows the whole story, and I want Jordan to stop protecting him. Please, because he's not worth this. Like Zeke only protected Curtis when he didn't want to tell Trina. He told Portia everything. Or what what he knew. But Jordan needs to stop protecting him. That's why I think they should involve TJ. So TJ could cuss him out and make him tell the truth. Or at least least make Jordan tell him the whole truth. And listen, even if we don't get a TJ Jordan scene, which we should, we can easily get a TJ Trina scene. Yep. And have Trina be the one to catch him up on everything because he's been so out of the loop because everything going on with Molly, he has one conversation with Trina. He finds out everything. And then he finds out, I'm sorry, Uncle Curtis did what to my mother. And then we get a, then we get a Curtis TJ confrontation and TJ has always had this ability with Curtis to kind of, be brutally honest with him and tell him things he didn't always want to hear. And I would really like for that to be brought up again. Same. Because you're right. His lack of participation in this story is glaring. 
because speaking as a child of a single mother, you hurt my mother, I'm coming for you. There is no ifs, ands, or buts about it. I, there, I, you know, I don't care if it's my place. I don't, you know, I don't care if I should not be in grown folks' business. I don't care. You hurt my mother. I am coming for you. So TJ and Trina having this reaction would be 100% on brand. Because I saw a couple of people trying to come for Trina being like, she's too involved in this. And I'm just like, that's her mother. And regardless of what their, what their situation is, she's never going to want to see her mother hurt. And it's her that could have been avoided because Curtis could have literally just been honest. I almost, exactly. I, I almost hooked up with Jordan. I do want to, it made me realize I do want to come home. No, matter of fact, I almost hooked up with Jordan. She stopped it. It made me realize what a mistake I was going to make. I do want to come home. Will you have me? Like it's. And that's not even what aired though. That's right. That, thing. that part. That's not what happened. <laughs> what happened was they kissed she stopped it. He said, wait for me. Then he decided to move his happy ass back home. And then when mm-hmm. she confronted him with that in Portia's living room, he asked her to wait again. Yep. That, that like, bruh, I, if we, I need you to channel the spirit of Usher Raymond the fourth. If we're going to tell it, then we're going to tell it all. He doesn't know how to do that. He's a lion. He's a lying liar who lies. <laughs> <laughs> and it just, it's, it's so you know, irritating. For somebody who loves the truth so much, he certainly seems allergic to it. He loves the truth for everybody else. He holds right? everyone else to a specific standard that he himself does not meet and never has. That's just, I don't like him. I don't like him. I don't like I hate him. him. This story, I mean, this story, I've never really cared one way or the other about Curtis. He's kind of been here, but he's never really bothered me. Now he's starting to bother me. Welcome to the the team. (laughs) (laughs) Because he's always bothered me. Ever since he came to town using an alias. (laughs) Like, now it's to the point where he comes on screen and I literally just say, go away. Because you know it's going to be some bullshit. As Every you. time. I didn't mean to. It wasn't that bad. Motherfucker, yes, it was. You're just lying about it. Like, it's that simple. <laughs> you lying about the information doesn't mean it didn't happen. It happened. And it's just, I... I hate it here. <laughs> it, it, because Curtis isn't... Curtis is probably not going to be dragged the way he needs to be, and I just wish that he would be. I also hate it because it doesn't feel like we're completely done with Curtis and whichever woman they decide to put him with. Yeah. There, You can put Jordan with Z, you can put Taggart and Portia back together and move Curtis on. Let it Let it be the end of it because they just couldn't figure out how to make this work and be completely honest with each other. Um, I don't, I've never really seen it for either pairing. So I would be okay with us moving on to better options because Portia and Tiger have chemistry. Zeke and Jordan have chemistry. Dude, they melt the screen. Like we were not recapping when Jordan and Zeke hooked up, hooked up, but God almighty was that good. And then, and then Jordan was walking around town the whole next day, like, 
floating on air. She was like, I got fucked good. And you, it's weird to think that Jordan hasn't been with anybody since Curtis. And that, like, that was Tanisha's first love scene. That's the great, like, that's the craziest thing of all. Like, she's been Jordan for what, a year? Two years? I think it's been a year. She got him March 2022. And this is like, and Jordan and Zeke just melt the screen. They look at each other and the screen melts. They don't even have to talk. No, they're really hot. Like, we need to keep Zeke. He needs a contract. Yeah, definitely. And give him a son. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I have an agenda and I don't care. (laughs) I'd be okay with a daughter too, but I know why you want him to have a son. (laughs) (laughs) But that's basically it for our critical cases. Uh, Now we can move into making the rounds. We have... Liz has her first day as head nurse. With Jordan becoming deputy deputy mayor, she offers Taggart police commissioner. Sam and Cody enlisted Spinelli's help to bust Gladys, but Miss Wu intervenes. Sasha meets with a psychologist to remove her guardianship, and he is giving off big-time shady vibes. And Lucy and Martin discuss marriage. Dylan, what is your making the rounds pick? I am going to go with uh, Jordan becoming deputy mayor and offering Taggart police commissioner. Yes, Lord. I need I, I need I need more Marcus Taggart on my screen at yes. all times. So like I'm so good with this. I'm so good with this. It's so it's really a perfect scenario. Like that's what I want. And it keeps him in town. It keeps him in, in story. Also keeps him around Jordan and the Trina situation. So I'm I want it. The fact, so that, the fact that Taggart is literally staying in town and making roots for himself again to be around Trina rather than running. We say yeah. again, Marcus Taggart is a man. <laughs> okay. Because that usually does not happen. When right? someone loses a child, they disappear. Hello, Abe. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but it's... I'm, like I'm optimistic about it, and that's rare for me. But keeping Tiger in town and in story would be the best possible option for everyone involved, especially the writers, because it makes it easier to continue generating story off of the conflict we already know of. And we don't have to. We don't have to create. You don't or have to manufacture do anything, anything else. Yeah, you don't have to manufacture anything else. All the players being present on canvas make will make it easy. Yeah, definitely. Nick, what is your making the rounds pick? Um, the Lucy and Martin discuss marriage. It, I didn't see it coming, but I don't hate it. Like I wouldn't hate the idea of them getting married, but I'm also very intrigued by Martin suddenly getting a text from his third wife. Yeah. And I'm I'm wondering is is he still married to to the last wife? Cuz like remember they did they pulled that 
stuff with Jackson Carly years ago, I think in 2013, where they supposedly got divorced and then they found out they weren't and they had to finalize it again. Ted, I mean, yeah, because I think shit. they were in the they were in the middle of finalizing the divorce when he was presumed dead, and then they could never finalize the divorce because even though she knew he was alive, finalizing the divorce would reveal he was alive or some weird shit. I don't remember why it happened. I just know it was weird. But um, Martin still being married, and maybe he has a kid out there somewhere he doesn't know about. I wouldn't mind either. Me either. Yeah, because I don't think we've heard from his ex-wives, like, via him talking about them. I don't think we've ever, have we ever seen one of them contact him? I don't feel like we did in the very beginning of his time, but I'm not sure. So, yeah, I'm curious to see if it's somebody we know or if it's somebody new, but I'm interested in that. Because the text caught me off guard, and him falling off, falling in the pool also was random. But. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> that made me nervous after the net of it all. Yeah, I don't think gonna, like I don't think anything's gonna happen, but it just it made me nervous. Yeah, I don't. I hope we're not getting Amnesia two point Amnesia again, but it. I think it was just them trying to make the moment a bit funny. It yeah. wasn't necessary, but it was. It was hilarious because it was so random and out of the blue. All right, well, I am going to choose that Sasha meets with a psychologist to remove her guardianship, and he is giving off big-time shady vibes. Y'all, Sasha's so screwed, and I hate it here because that that psychologist is friends with Miss Wu and seems to, at the very least, be flirting with Gladys, if not sleeping with Gladys. I can't quite tell. Oh, I hate it here. I hate it here so much because Sasha's I... about... Yeah, I'm just only thing I'm relieved about is that the doctor, if he's doing something shady, he's a day player and not a character we're supposed to care about. Yeah. <laughs> so if he loses his license, who cares? But I yeah, just, I didn't. Ex- I thought he was being creepy at first, and then Gladys entered the chat. I'm like, oh, that's what it is. Because yeah. when he looked at Sasha, it looked like he was about to start flirting with her. I'm like, what's happening? I'm like, that's, that's your patient, dude. Don't be weird. And then Gladys happened. And I wouldn't be so nervous, except I know that Sophie is about to go off screen for a little bit. Yeah. And Gladys is probably going to do everything she can to hold on to that money. I'm just, I, I don't like this. I don't like this. I am nervous. I just want good things for Sasha. She's been through enough. Like, yeah, honestly, she... at this point, like she, it, she's racked up enough L's. It's time for some W's. Yeah. Like, you have made her your trauma punching bag for the last two years. It's tired. Like we get it. Sophia is really pretty when she cries, but. Um... <laughs> <laughs> like I, our good sis can do more. She can do more. Like let, her tear, her, her, te- more. her tear ducts have have no more tears left to cry. At this point, yeah. so I, I hope I hope I'm wrong, and that we we get like a Sasha has a moment of strength, yeets Gladys out of existence, and then leaves town to kind of 
recover from everything that happened rather than getting shipped off in a straitjacket, which is what I fear we're heading towards. Please, God, don't do that. But now we can move into our praise or shade segment. Are you praising or shading, Nick? Um, I'm going to praise, and I'm specifically going to praise Taj Bello. Um, because I noticed something with him and this week. Well, it came to my mind, but he's very like understated. And um he kind of reminds me of a young Brighton James when he does emotional work. Because Brighton, anybody if anybody knows me, I'm a huge fan. Um he never did over the top like ridiculous emotion but when he turned it on you always felt it and that's who Taj reminds me of whenever he has to do emotional stuff um and I think he would I think I said this on Twitter a few weeks ago he is the young romantic lead that the show needs to invest in more because he's really good he's really his his version of TJ is really sweet and um gentle and I think the way they write him right now, heaven, God knows it could change at any point in time, knock on wood. Um, let's hope it doesn't. But the way they write him, I think people could really grow to love and enjoy TJ no matter what he's doing. So, um, yeah, Taj Bello is who I'm praising this week. All right. Dylan, are you praising or shading? I am going to praise ways and it's a specific scene we didn't talk about it but um liz's first day as head nurse when she was talking to epiphany's photo yeah um, that was really good listen rebecca hurst is just she is that girl she been that girl will always be that girl and it was just it was so good and it was just so heartfelt and so just like anytime they give her something she delivers and I wish that they would just give her more and give her more of the right things right that part let's let's be very intentional with the more we want we want more about Liz focus on Liz Liz. (laughs) not Finn or not to be honest not any man like if a man has to come into her life let him be support the only men her story can center on are her children that is it that's it right that is it that is all i just really enjoyed this scene she she did such a good job and you could just feel the emotion and it was they were just really lovely and i i thought that they deserved a little shout out yeah they were, those were really good they were well i am going to shade and i am shading maxi's eyebrows listen i need christian to apologize immediately to whoever she upset in in the makeup because i I don't know if that they did my good sis dirty i don't know if that was bad makeup or if she got like a bad like laminate on her eyebrows or like microblading whatever whatever it was fix it jesus because that was the most terrifying thing i've ever seen that was just, I, I don't understand how anybody looked at that on camera, did not pause and say, can we fix her face? Like she looked good like a few weeks ago when she had on the all black. 
And I was like, oh, she doesn't look bad here. And then this week happened. I didn't notice it until people started posting about it. But yeah, they be setting her up and they need to stop. It's just, I... Chris, Kirsten Storms, I'm so sorry. Whatever you did, I apologize for you. Like, <laughs> <laughs> just please fix it. Because the viewers don't deserve to be punished like this and neither does she. No, she doesn't. I hate the way they treat people who are curvier. It pisses me off, specifically women or men, but it's, mo it's very glaring with women because they always do it. And it's unnecessary. Because the thing is, she never, she isn't actually as big as she looks as Maxie. She's like if not. you look at if you look at Kirsten Storms' Instagram, she looks amazing, and yet that never translates to the screen anymore. Yeah, like it's it's twenty twenty three. Like, stop being so fucking shallow, and figure out how to dress people that aren't a size two. It's not hard. You have plenty of designers, plenty of makeup artists, plenty of people that would be willing to do it. You just have to give a damn. Exactly. And it's like at this point, it honestly, like if you don't want to hire someone with that specific skill set, hire someone with enough sense to go on Instagram and look at, you know, curvy fashion bloggers and see what they're wearing because I I can promise you the girls are not this is not that <laughs> like it's there's no reason for it and it's very just it's it's gross it is because they don't it doesn't have to be that way hell if you need her to dress herself I'm pretty sure she could but the way y'all do it is terrible. Absolutely terrible. Does anybody else have any final thoughts before we wrap this up? Mm, Curtis needs to get dragged for filth. <laughs> All the time. Every day. And I personally volunteer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Y'all need to get with the winning team because we, <laughs> we are thriving over here. <laughs> On everybody sucks. <laughs> I know everybody sucks, but I need to invest in something. What am I invested in? I invest terrible. in your happiness. <laughs> it, doesn't, it doesn't make me happy. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> oh. We are Team living shit for the win. <laughs> we are living over here. All right. Well, this has been another edition of Soap to Sale, uh, Port Charles Style, not Salem Style, wrong show. <laughs> we'll see you next week. Bye, everybody. Later, y'all. Bye, y'all.